Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome to the podcast, uh, the virtual wholesaling podcast by Antoine Campbell, episode two. Today, we, we're going to be talking about a few different things, but the main topic for today is what it takes to run a virtual real estate investing wholesaling business. When I mean virtually, I mean literally in the cloud, uh, from your home or wherever you may be. It don't matter. You can be in you know, on vacation, on a cruise ship, you can be in the basement of uh, your parents' house. It don't matter. It works. And um, it's a lot of work to go behind setting up a virtual wholesaling business. Most people just think it's easy, but a lot of um, back-end stuff. And today we're going to get into a bunch of it. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, whatever platform you're listening on, we're streaming on Spotify, um, Google, all the different major platforms, as well as YouTube, do me a favor and give us, um, after you listen to the podcast and you feel like you like it, give us a good review, five stars, click the bell, whatever platform you want. That would be greatly appreciated. My name is Antoine Campbell. If you don't know, um, I'm a real estate investor from the Washington, D.C. area. I've been doing it since 2017, um, and I love and enjoy it. So uh, I will be teaching and helping you take your business to the next level. So if you don't have uh, um, uh, somebody that you look at and want advice from uh consider having me right like you go to church you have a pastor but do you have a implementation coach or mentor or whatever you want to call me i don't really like saying the coach thing um but i am definitely an implementation person that can help you in your business so um before i get started i just want to make sure that uh, uh we have everything that we need to you know get the podcast going and I'm just looking through my notes really quickly. We took some good notes down for you guys today. And uh, it's going to be a really good episode. Like I said, episode two, what it takes to run your business virtually. Um, and the first thing we're going to talk about is, hello, how you doing? The first thing we're going to talk about is um, is mindset, right? Because a lot of people that comes into entrepreneurship has what we call a broken mindset, um, where they think that, um, just because they pay for something or just because they watch a few YouTube videos that they're entitled to the end result. And, you know, you got to work on your mindset. You got to understand that um, pushing forward in your business, it takes a lot of courage, discipline, and tenacity, right? And what I mean by that is um, <clears throat> you may cold call 10 days straight and don't get no leads. Most people would give up and say, hey, this real estate stuff don't work. So take me to these supplements or these vitamins I can sell to make an extra buck. Right? Everybody's chasing a, 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 a play, a hustle, but no one's really chasing a business. So your mindset is going to allow you to push forward even through the toughest times. Right? You may, you may ask yourself, um, wow, I've been doing this for six months and haven't made a dollar. First and foremost, <coughs> I don't recommend you using your wholesaling business to live off or make an honest living. I recommend you use your wholesaling business as an investment um, vehicle and um, an investment anchor to be able to invest in other things to create wealth and, and money. Um, you know, some, and that's why you see a lot of investors go through their up and downs. They they making money during COVID. They flashing. They balling. They on vacation. Next thing you know, they losing everything. Um, they're struggling financially. The world is crumbling. Then they get back to a little deal. And it's this constant seesaw um, thing. And the reason why most people go to that is because, like I said, they're not disciplined. They don't have a consistent business. 
um, and they just run in place. Like at some point, you know, the plays are great, but you need a structuralized business. And you just need to have a mindset to understand that everything is gonna work out in your favor. And if you, you know, like let's say for example, <laughs> you buy two thousand leads and you call every single lead and then you look up and say, Hey, no one's picking up their phone. It's a lot of wrong numbers. This list is a scam. This person who sold me this list is a scam. No. You haven't called enough people. So if you did the research to understand and know that, yo, if I look into sales and understand what sales really is, it takes about seven to 13 calls to get somebody on the phone. You only call the list once and you're already tapping out and throwing in the towel. So um, you, you better be prepared for war and a fight if you want to be uh, a successful versus wholesaler. That's just my honest opinion. Um, the, the, the secret to the virtual uh, um, operations and, you know, how to run your business virtually is honestly the VAs, the virtual assistants. That's the magic ingredients. <coughs> it's like the, the secret sauce to the McDonald's Big Mac. Like the virtual assistants will allow you to multiply yourself without breaking the bank. What I mean by that, if you got a job and you're only able to, you get off at five o'clock every day and you realistically only got four hours for your business. So five to nine, that's the time that you can really work. Um, you, you, you're not going to see too many results. You may see some results, but not no consistent results that would be worth your while to, you know, take that money to um, make it an investment vehicle for you. So what happens is a lot of people spend the next six, seven months cold calling, struggling, um, you know, they, they, they're not there all the way. They're like, yo, why am I only getting two leads a week? Well, how many hours a week you actually call? Well, you know, because of my job, I'm only able to call for 30 minutes a day. Then there's your results. You, you, you're expecting for, you know, 40 hours a week worth of results doing only two hours a week of work. It don't work that way. So that's the, you know, terrible thing about a lot of people's mindset, that they think that, it's, it's a microwave success. They see everybody on YouTube crushing it. They see everybody on Instagram crushing it. And they ultimately think they deserve the same success. So let's talk about um, a little bit more about the virtual assistants and what they can do for your business. Obviously, the virtual assistants can cold call. Another thing they can do is they can be an admin for you. They can do a lot of tasks. What I mean by tasks is they can sort through the list. They can do virtually driving for dollars for you. They can um, just uh, organize your day-to-day. Um, they can do follow-up calls. They can do a lot for you. That's an ultimate cheat code. They can help you build your cash buyers list by calling buyers and creating relationships. They can join Facebook groups and, and help you find JV opportunities. Let's say, for example, if, you, if you're a good communicator and you love talking to people and working and dealing with people, you shouldn't do lead generation. This is what I would do. I would... Um, build me up a couple of buyers lists in some of the hottest areas, <coughs> maybe Midwest, maybe Texas, maybe in the Northeast Hemisphere uh, uh, corridor of the country. So the South Carolinas, North Carolinas, Virginia, you know, that type of area, Midwest, Missouri, Mississippi, that type of place, um, Texas, uh, and maybe Central Florida. And I will start to continue to build my buyers list. And then I would just be selling people's deals for them and then making 40%, 50% of the profits if you haven't done a deal yet. That's the, you can easily flip it around that way. But of course, you need strategic training, but the VAs can literally help you do that by doing 80% of the work while you're just being the quarterback. Everybody, you can be two things in this building. You can be the quarterback or you can be the head coach. It's up to you. 
but you shouldn't try to be the, the running back, the fullback, the tight end, the wide receiver. You shouldn't try to be everything because you're, you're not going to be sufficient at trying to do everything all at one time. I'm, I can guarantee you that. You know, the best way to be sufficient is to have a team of people around you that can help you and take you to the next level. Um, you know, some people asking what position should they hire as a cold caller out the gate. It all depends on three things. Um, your experience, your flexibility, and what you can contribute to your business at the beginning, and then your budget. How much money you got? I, I got a lot of customers coming to me talking all this big bullshit. And then when I give them a quote, I'm like, yo, this is what you need, you know, for your VA. And I'm like, oh, I'll be back in three months. I'm like, Listen, if you're saving, th- waiting three months to save this money to pay, there's no way you can maintain that consistency of paying them every month. So just do it on your own until you start making some bread. That's just my opinion. Um, but yeah, so if you got a a, a a tight budget, the first thing I would hire is a cold caller or a lead generation VA. Why? Because then if you are not able to afford someone to help you with acquisitions or dispositions, as the case may be, you should be doing all the acquisition calls yourself because that's where the money is made on the acquisition. <clears throat> you can't sit here and tell me I barely have $80 a week for a VA, um, but I don't want to do acquisitions. Once again, that goes back to mindset. So how does that work? How could you make sense of that? I can't make sense of that. So you're telling me you don't have the money to pay the necessary personnel, but you still don't want to do acquisition. You're not going to make in this business. You got to do, you know, if you got the money, then you can, you know, how the people, if you don't got the money, do more work. Simple as that. So if you do got money, you know, and money is, is an obstacle, then you reach out to somebody like myself that get that look at your situation and then give you their honest opinion of where to put their money. That may be starting off with paying us a nice piece of that money so that we can come in and be your advisor and consult with you, build your team, set up everything. Um, give you all the scripts, give you all the processes so you have a better chance of succeeding. Because once again, 97% of all businesses fail. 3% don't. So what we could guarantee you is you have a better chance of being part of that 3% than that 97%. Because we, we have proven strategies and formulas and spreadsheets and everything for you that gives you a fighting chance to be successful. Now, some people say, oh, I'm not paying that guy no money. I figured out on my own. Okay, great. But you gotta understand. At the end of the day, there's two there's two types of uh, ways you can go about this. Even way you're gonna pay, you can pay now or you can pay later. But even way you're gonna pay, it's like it's like that guy that that skips through the toes and ride around the the, 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 the toe light, and they still get a picture of his tag, and then he go to go renew his license or his tag like eight months later, and they're like, "Well, you're the toe people." $3,000 because you've been skipping through this toll every day to go to work. And he's like, no, I don't. And they pull up all the pictures of him going around the toll. Guess what? That guy still paid that $3,000, even if he didn't pay every day. He paid later all up at once. So either way, you're going to pay. That's just the way this works in this business. You're going to pay now or you're going to pay later. That's in everything. That's in the VA. So if you hire a trash VA that don't have the training, you get them from Fiverr, they line to an application, you may pay them $2 an hour. But in the end, maybe they're the result of you not doing that $25,000 deal because they didn't have the skills to take the qualified lead. You just pay by the cut of corners. 
Um, like I said, when you need to hire people, it all depends, you know. If you've been doing acquisitions and you question it and you close five deals on your own, maybe you might want to look into expanding to get more leads so then you can do a little bit more deals by yourself. And then as you feel good, you can start grooming another person to be your predecessor um, to come in to kind of replicate you, replace you, or to help relieve you at times. I still wouldn't give it all the way up because if you stop doing acquisitions, um, if you stop doing acquisitions and as you're doing three, five deals here and there, like every other month, your deal flow going to plummet. Your deal flow going to plummet. So what I mean by that is you take somebody that that's not comfortable with doing business or closing, and maybe they do have the skills you've been training them, and then say, okay, <clears throat> all of our livelihoods in your hand. That's a bit selfish. <clears throat> when you should be molding them and grooming them to the point that, let's look at medical school. Imagine taking a doctor that's straight out of the books, understanding what surgery is, the concepts of prescribing medicine, all of that from reading literature, and then saying, okay, you go out there on the ER floor and do your thing, my brother. Man, you, you're going to be misdiagnosing people. People are going to be dying. People are going to be, the hospital going to be getting, like, in trouble, lawsuits, all of that stuff because you decide to cut the corners and be lazy and don't be in part of that process, that transition process. Now, when you get a doctor who went to medical school, next thing you know, they match them up with another uh, um um, ER doctor or nurse or somebody that has the experience to coach and mentor him and hold him by the hand and give them the fundamentals that he needs to be successful out on the floor. It's the same thing with anything like real estate. So, you know, if that person has been shadowing his doctor for a year, two years, then they start to let him do smaller cases by himself. Okay, stitch this person up. Okay, this person knows who's broke. Bring it back that way. Okay, um, this person um is going through... Uh, you know, um, a psychological meltdown, uh, he needs some psychiatric medicine. You know, you can make that assessment and get the prescription and write the report because you have the experience. So some of you guys need to work with your team and hold them by the hand. That may be you doing cold calls with them. If you're great at cold calling, then you should lead the forefront and show them how to be even better at cold calling. If you're great at acquisitions, don't get away from acquisitions all the way. Just say, yo, let me show you how I do things. And this is my point. We do trainings. I teach the team, the VA, certain styles of what I do and how I do it. They come back next week. I'm like, okay, let's rehearse it again. And they back to what they're comfortable with, the original script. And it's trash. They're doing terrible. And they're just comfortable because they don't have nobody on the day-to-day outside when they leave me to tell them that, yo, this is what we're doing. You know why? Because most of the clients don't take the time to learn them themselves. Where they have the videos, they have the modules, they have everything, and they just skip over that, and they just want the VAs to figure it out on their own. And as an entrepreneur, that's, that's that's very irresponsible and it's unsatisfactory. And that's the reason why most of you guys are not closing deals because you're not being hands on your business and you're not allowing your VAs to get the one-on-one, you know, attention and mentoring they need. So, um. You know, things become a whole lot easier once you get your flow together. You have your SOPs. 
um, <clears throat> like example, um, when you start to get your warm and hot leads, you're able to look at the leads and understand it <clears throat> and call these people and know that, yo, they may be ready this month to sign a contract and we can do business. Oh, man, they, they're not going to be ready to the fall time. But I'm going to still put them in my rotation to so they know who I am and remember me once they're ready to make that decision. So a lot of follow-up. You know, your business, um, the life, the, the life blood of your business is follow-up. So when you're only calling people once or twice and forget about them, you're leaving a lot of money on the table, right? There's clients, you know, and all my businesses where, you know, we do a lot of follow-up. Hey, you know, are you ready? Are you, we want to talk today. How are you doing? Like, because at the end of the day, you don't know when a person's ready to pull the trigger. You can't think for people. And that's one of the biggest mistakes a lot of entrepreneurs make in every business is they want to think and assume what a customer or a client or seller may do. Oh, man, they're not going to take $50,000. I checked Prostor and they owe $70,000. How are they going to take fifty? You don't know. How do you know if they um, pay cash, you know, if they, they hit them the lottery or they got a seller, man, they pay their house off, and now they just need to liquidate it because it's not serving them in whatever capacity that they used to serve them anymore. So that's the biggest thing that um, I want to tell you guys when it comes to what it takes to run a wholesale business. The mindset thing, the understanding how to leave from the forefront, um, the discipline, the being able to work your business every day. You can't just, you know, cold call Mondays and Wednesdays and think you're going to do five days a month. No, it's not going to work that way. So having uh, that tenacity and that courage to know and understand that, you know, it is what it is. So that's my biggest thing for you guys in this episode is to really work on that mindset because because if you don't if you don't um you 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 just throwing money at the wall at this point you know if anybody out there telling you that oh you know just go get a mentor here so about your book no no a mentor can't do eighty percent of the things that you will have to do to make your business successful they're just advisors they're per, they're people that are just going to help you and ask questions. But you know why most mentorship don't work? Because you don't know the quality questions to ask the mentor in order for it to be effective. Let me repeat that again. You don't know the quality questions to ask the mentor in order for the mentorship to be effective. So if I got somebody that's focused on and specialized in cold calling or lead generation, and I'm asking questions about disposition, how much value do you think he can really give me if this position is not really his thing? So that's the biggest thing I want you guys to understand is you got to know what people and what roles that they play um, in your business in order to uh, put value on them. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I might not be the guy for you to talk about innovations. I might not be the guy to talk about subject to. I might not be the guy to talk about subject to. But I'm going to point you in the direction. Say, yeah, my man up there, he do 30 of a month. He blah, blah, blah. This is why you should work with him. You see, you see what I'm going with this? So at the at the end of the day, <clears throat> you don't want to have somebody just be the one-stop all for you. Why do you think football teams got specific coaches for specific things? Linebacker coach, special teams coach. Um, um, quarterback coach, running back coach, because they specialize in specific things. And once you figure out where you're struggling at, go get that person that's going to help you in that specific thing. 
So what, what I want to leave you guys with is if you're on the fence about maybe you started two months ago and you've been calling by yourself, you've been struggling by yourself, you had two VAs offline and they're not working out, you went to a three-day event, it's still not helping. The, the issue is you're not getting, you know, everything you need specifically for specific things in your business. So if you're already generating leads, but you 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 can't get contracts, then it's not a lead generation issue. It's a it's a sales issue. You're not able to close people over the phones or sit at the coffee table, whatever the case may be. So that's something that you want to address. Okay, if you're getting leads and you're closing contracts and you for some reason just can't find buyers, then what that may be? That may be a cash buyer relationship issue where you're not speaking to enough cash buyers and building relationships with them so that when you get a deal, you can um, profile the deal <coughs> and identify who this deal should go with. The biggest thing I hate to do is send out a deal with 500 investors on my list, not knowing and understanding who or what may want that. But if I get a deal and I know that, oh, man, it's a, it's a duplex, it's on this side of the neighborhood, it's in this zip code, it's at this price point, I got six buyers right now that will take this deal sight unseen. Go to them first. But you're not taking the time to pay attention to the details. See, the money in any niche or any industry and anything you do is made in the details. Who in their right mind would buy a $600,000 Lamborghini? A person who loves the details of a car. Who in their right mind would buy a $3,000 Louis Vuitton purse? A person who loves the detailed stitching of the leather. Who in their right mind will buy, you know, $3 million painting? A person who loves the detail of the painting so much that money isn't even an obstacle. So that's one of the biggest things I want you guys to understand is the money is made in the details. That being said, um, if you're brand new to following us, I want you to head over to my website, CEO929.com. Um, just check it out. We got blogs over there. We got bio over there. Got a lot of good stuff on that website for you. Another thing, if you're on my podcast platforms, head over to my YouTube channel. Just Google Antoine Campbell um, and watch you some videos. We, we cover a whole lot of different things in real estate. If you are interested in working with me and my team to get your business to the next level, we help hundreds and hundreds of investors over the years. Um, reach out to us through the link in the podcast show note or the YouTube video show note. It's at the bottom of the video. We see all the links. Book a call, uh, get on a call, um, and we'll talk about your needs and figure out how we can help you. If you know for a fact that you're dead broke and you don't want to put in the work, don't book a call because we can't help you. We can't make you do the work. You know, we got a plenty of YouTube videos that will give you strategies that can show you how to get to your first deal without spending a little break. But if you're like, yo, I'm ready to invest in myself and my business, just book a call and see what we can do to help you. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Approval. I just wanted to give you guys these things before we go. I, I think it's very important to talk about this. I, say, I think every entrepreneur should have at least a 720 credit score because that gets you an opportunity to, um, you know, to literally use credit to fund your business, to fund your marketing, pay your VA salaries, whatever the case may be, to hold you over to the next closing. <coughs> they give you opportunity to leverage money. Now, I'm not saying be reckless and go ball out and go buy clothes and jewelry and they don't have the means to pay it off. 
for the families to be, you know, responsible. So approval, A-P-R-O-O-V-E-L. Um, head over there. You get your free credit audit, and they'll hook you up. And then uh, if you need a virtual assistant, we got you full out of an hour. Um, if you're ready to go, there is an um, onboarding fee. They'll explain to you how much the onboarding fee is um, based on what you need once you book a call with us in the show notes. So it should say something about book a call to hire VA. But other than that, it's been an amazing episode to follow your boy on Instagram, xco 929 We're going to leave you with these videos with our paid sponsors, and I'll see you on episode three. This show is sponsored by Approval, approval approval.com. Go to approval.com right now to get a free credit audit. If you don't have at least a 720 credit score, they will get you a free credit audit to evaluate and see exactly what you need to do to improve your credit score to get to a 720. Now, go over there, ASAP, tell them Antoine sent you, approval, A-P-R-O-O-V-E-L.com, and they'll go and hook you up. Hey, if you're in need of hiring a virtual assistant, you do know that we own a virtual assistant company. Why don't you just click the link below to go to va.co929.com and get your virtual assistant. Our virtual assistants are trained, vetted, and ready to go. We help thousands of people just like yourself hire their VA and make it a seamless process without having to struggle and worry about who they're going to hire and pick. Go to va.co929.com ASAP to book an appointment so we can help you hire a virtual assistant.